This is Ag Bioscience. Welcome. Thanks for joining. I'm Mitch Frazier, CEO of Agrinovis Indiana. And this is the podcast where we explore all things Ag Bioscience, the people, the products and innovations across food, animal health, plant science and ag tech. Worldwide, an estimated 20 to 40 percent of crop yield is lost to pests and diseases every year. Couple this with a growing demand to reduce environmental impact of crop protection, and it's clear opportunity and need exist for innovation. Today's guest is doing just that with a fascinating new crop intelligence technology. Welcome, Dr. Kyle Moeller, founder and CEO of Insignium AgTech. Kyle, welcome to Ag Bioscience. Thank you very much for having me, Mitch. It's great to be here. Well, we are elated to dig in this growing global demand for food, sustainability, really creating a unique opportunity for your technology, for plant science innovation overall. Before we dig into what's happening at Insignium, Kyle, we have to hear more about your story, your journey to founding Insignium AgTech. So I grew up on a farm here in central Indiana, not too far away. Uh, and it's currently about um, just shy of 4,000 acres of corn and soybeans. Uh, I went to Purdue as an undergrad to study biochemistry, went off to Scotland to do a PhD also in biochemistry. Um, uh, I went to the University of Edinburgh, which um, you might remember was the the place where they cloned the very first animal ever, Dolly the oh, sheep. Oh, right. Yes. Yes. Um, and so then I was back at Purdue doing a postdoc when I came up with this technology for uh, that, that became uh, Insignum AgTech. So when I think back over my career, I've probably spent as much time with my hand on the wheel of a tractor as I have uh, holding a pipette doing science. I love it. I love it. And tell us about Insignium. So you're a farm kid, grew up around a farm. You had lots of exposure on a tractor in the field, seeing problems that exist in crop protection. What was that sort of aha moment where you say, look, there is there's something here that needs to be solved? When I came back to, to Indiana, uh, the farm had started to do some different uh, kinds of practices. And so I uh, one of those was using crop protection or fungicides to solve for the problem of, of crop diseases. And I learned that they made the decision about what products to use and, and when they were going to spray in the middle of winter before seeds were even in the ground, before they knew if they had a problem or not. It's like, why, why would you do it that way? Well, I, I learned that by the time you see the problem, it's already too late. What you see for crop disease is uh, damage that's done to a leaf, either that's dead tissue or maybe the entire plant is dead. But it could be other uh, similar kinds of things as well, like insect damage, right? What you see is a leaf that's chewed off or a plant that's laying on the ground when its stem has been chewed. Um, and, and the same thing is true for, for other things too, nitrogen deficiency or, or low fertility. So, the, so yeah, farmers have to be preventative in nature in order to, to not lose that yield, lose that productivity. And so I said, okay, I understand that this is the way you do it, but surely there's got to be a better way. And so I put together a couple of pieces of, of information that I'd learned about in order to come up with this new technology. And what is that technology? How does it work? So uh, the plant itself uh, starts to respond to, to these stresses um, uh, within minutes of, of, let's say, a spore landing on a leaf and starting to get into a leaf. So our technology is a genetic uh, uh, a technology that is present in the seed that as soon as that plant starts to... Um, uh, respond to the disease and activate its defense system, our technology taps into that genetic response and activates another innate plant pathway, the pigment production pathway. So, so our plants turn purple in the very early stages of disease 
giving farmers and agronomists an early warning sign when that disease is present so they can treat exactly when and where and if they actually need to before that damage is done, before any other symptom can be seen. But furthermore, we can do even more than just diseases. Right, plants have the ability to make a lot of different colors, red, blue, uh, orange, whatever. We can tie each of those to specific stresses and threats that, that might reduce plants' productivity. So we can color code whatever is wrong with a plant at any given time, red for insect attack, orange for uh, low fertility, et cetera. Kyle, that is amazing. So I want to make sure that everyone understands this because this is mind-blowing. So spore lands on corn leaf. Corn plant turns a color purple. And w when would we see that? Is that a, a three-month process, two-month process, two-hour process? Give us a sense. In the, in the lab, we've seen um, uh, uh, plants turn purple in response to disease less than 24 hours after wow. that initial infection. Right, so as soon as that infection starts, boom, we get that reaction. And the same thing will work not only in our first crop in corn, but it can be translated to any crop growing in the world. Fascinating. That is incredible, Kyle. Okay, so give us a sense, this technology, are we going to be driving through your farm, farms across the Midwest, around the world, and see a purple plant, a red plant, an orange plant, where, you are, where are you in commercialization? So our technology is a genetic in nature, so it's it's a present in the seed. You can kind of think of it uh, similar to something like Roundup Ready, okay. right? Except that we are only using genes that are already found in the plant. No, no foreign DNA involved here. We aren't going to sell this technology directly to farmers. We're going to license this gene to the seed companies, and they crossbreed it and integrate it into their elite varieties, and then sell it to the farmers. But field testing is really important for our, our commercial testing and for our customers. And so we have uh, gotten this out to the field as soon as we possibly can. We've been testing for the last three years out in the field, and I'm really excited that it's worked for the last two. <laughs> um, it didn't work that first year, but that's just part of the process, that's right. right? So um, so our technology uh, in the field has been responding to every single disease that, that our plants have uh, been infected with, but specifically only disease. And why that's important is that farmers, um, as soon as they see this purple color, they know that it means one and only one thing, and they can jump in their tractor and deal with the situation right away. It, it means you don't have to call out your agronomist and try and get boots on the ground uh, out to the back of the field and try and diagnose what this problem is. You know what it is right away. Um, uh, so it doesn't respond to insects or for low fertility or for drought or any of these other things. Uh, we opened up our field plot to uh, stakeholders this last summer, and uh, we got some really good responses from from farmers. They really like that this is something that is physical and tangible. You can see and touch it. It's their own plants that are talking to them in a concrete way. And so they really like that. Um, to, to the seed companies who are, were, were also going to be uh, going commercial with, uh, they uh, they really liked what they saw. And so we're starting to do some pilots with uh, two seed companies here this next year um, uh, by, by taking our plants and crossing them with some of their elite uh, varieties so we can get that first pilot done out in the field here this year. One of those companies is Farmers Business Network, or FBN, um, and the other seed company. Um, yeah, we hope to announce really soon. Uh, that's good. Well, you you know you have a place to come when you want to make that announcement. Eager to hear what that is, Kyle. That's great. And I Thanks. think there's <laughs> I think there's a big bigger story here when we look at you know a plant being this century being this plant being this identification of what's actually happening in it early on. 
this is a big sustainability play as well, right? So this isn't, we don't have to go spray fungicide on the entire field. As an example, we could go to where the plants are purple or whatever color that may indicate uh, a fungal infection. Yes, yes, exactly. So so this is, this is a great um, uh, part of our technology, something that we designed about it. So, so um, I mean, what our technology enables farmers to do is to not just put a good plan together at the beginning of the season and roll the dice, but to optimize in the middle of the season to, to course correct and be responsive to whatever nature throws in their path for any, at any, any given time, right? So they can optimize their plant uh, health and improve their yields. I mean, this is, this is smart farming, right? We call it smart in three ways, right? One, it's, it's smart agronomically, right? Because we're only putting um, products or solutions out into the field where they and when they actually need it, right? That is the ideal of, of integrated pest management. It is smart economically because a farmer can almost be guaranteed a return on the cost of that product that he uses before he actually applies it. And third, it's smart uh, environmentally, right? We can eliminate any unnecessary uh, uh, inputs or uh, unnecessary sprays, for example. If your crop doesn't need it, it's going to have some um, um, off-target environmental impacts. And so cut that out, right? And also cut out the cost associated with it, right? I mean, there's- Oh, absolutely. Yes. That's right. a big piece of the story. Let's talk a little bit about the, the bigger move in ag tech. So we've seen a lot of movement from John Deere. We've seen new technologies from Solus Tech, their, their new autonomous sprayer. As you look at this idea of a plant, the concept that you're moving forward, which is just brilliant, of a plant being able to say, hey, I have an infection or, hey, I have this trouble. How do you see Insignium's technology sort of fitting into that broader mix of tech-enabled sustainability, tech-enabled profitability on farm. I think what you're what you're talking about here is is about precision agriculture. Yeah, right. I mean, we're there's a lot of different ways that we're using precision ag right now for seed or fertilizer placement to vary that as you go across the field in order to to use the soil conditions to optimize uh, the the conditions of the the growing plant. But we're trying to to do precision agriculture on a whole number of different things now, and when we think about these new and different um, uh, capabilities. We can kind of put them into three categories. We can uh, there's the see, there's the sense, and then there's the act. Right. So first of all, you have to have some kind of a system that can see what's going on in the crops. Right. So some kind of a sensor or camera. Sure. Right. So so what you're talking about with the see and spray or with Solymphtex robot. Um, and then second of all, you've got to interpret that data some way in order to make sense of what it is that that you can, it's telling you in order to generate some actionable insights. And then third, you've got to have the capability to, to act and do something about it, right? With a, with a see and spray uh, from John Deere, it does all of those three things nearly simultaneously. It sees, uh, uh, interprets, and then acts right away. Uh, but you wouldn't necessarily have to do it that way. What I think is the most, uh, the hardest thing about the problems that we're trying to solve is that step number two, Right, the being able to make sense of all of this data that you can generate. Right, when when you get an image from a camera that says, "Hey, there's a problem spot," it, it means it, it's not specific. Right, you might have a thermal image that says, "Hey, there's a heat signature that's different in this part of the field," and maybe it's disease, but maybe also it's it's um, uh, uh, drought or it's something else, right? And so it still requires that agronomist to put boots on the ground and figure out what the problem is. With our technology being specific, right, it makes that, that sensing part really simple and straightforward. So you can use a, a standard camera, right? It's just a color camera, 
maybe one that you're already using for a weed management system. Sure. Right. And so, uh, and, and then get that really simple and actionable data because you have this one-to-one -one correlation of you see purple, it means one thing, right? So, so we could integrate into these existing systems um, and make, um, yeah, give, give these companies added functionality out of their existing hardware, right? And so we make that second part really simple. I think it's powerful to think that a plant could be a part of a data decision or a data science equation what a yeah. powerful sort of mind shift, right? As we think about broader precision agriculture. Yeah, we're, we're making, you know, thousands or millions of sensors right. that are, go out into the field. Yeah, and feeding back that data. That's incredible. Okay, uh, maybe time for one more question, Kyle. We could spend all day together. This is amazing. <laughs> so launching a new company, launching a new technology, not faint, not for the faint of heart by, <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, you've had some good news of late. You've got a lot of momentum behind the business. There's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that are listening to this. A lot of folks who are maybe on the fence thinking about, gosh, do I make the leap? Do I go start a company? Do I go advance this technology? What advice would you share with them? What have you learned through this process of taking an idea, turning it into a field trial, taking a field trial into a technology, a technology into these commercial relationships? What advice would you share? When I first started, I thought that uh, part well, the building a business was about building a good product, right? And and that is absolutely part of of the process, but it's only part, right? There's an awful lot of support that that needs to go uh, uh, around the business and and within the business in order to help that come to to fruition. And so, uh, yeah, so I have leaned on so much support from from a lot of different people. First and foremost, my wife. Yes, <laughs> because it, it takes a, a a lot from from the family to to help that uh, uh, yeah really bear fruit and uh, but then there's been a lot of other good support as well like uh, people at uh, the Purdue Foundry or with you guys here at, at Agronovus other advisors and mentors that have supported me uh, along this journey to help help tell my story and help get me connected to the right people. And so my, my advice would be to surround yourself with really good people and with as much uh, support and help as you have uh, at your disposal. <laughs> Coalitions count. Yes. Yes. Coalitions count. Okay. I, I lied. I'm going to ask you one more question. Go for it. I love it. All right. So uh, Crystal Ball, what's ahead for Insignium? You've got a, another field trial, I assume, this summer. You've got some commercial relationships. Give us a sense for what's ahead. Yeah, so you you referenced it earlier. We we just closed another round of funding, and so we've got some some good uh, good momentum here going into this year. Uh, we are are moving forward with those pilot projects, like you just said, with the seed companies. Uh, we're continuing to develop new technologies uh, out in the field, and so so we hope to continue to expand our partnerships. Uh, as I was saying, uh, for for the different aspects of of what we're trying to build. Um, and so, so yeah, we we will be uh, hopefully uh, hiring some more people and and starting to build and and grow and expand. And as people want to learn more, they can find you online. That's right, insignum.ag. Insignum.ag. It is good, Dr. Kyle Moeller, founder CEO of Insignum Ag. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. Oh, thank you so much for for inviting me down. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's been fun, and thank you for tuning in to Ag Bioscience. You can get the latest Ag Bioscience news and insights from discussions just like this by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And while there, you can access our entire library of archived episodes and give us a review. Don't forget, you can always learn more online at agronovisindiana.com. On behalf of the entire Agronovis team, I'm Mitch Frazier saying thanks for listening. We look forward to seeing you 
real soon. This podcast is a product of Agrinovis Indiana in collaboration with Inside Indiana Business. Hosted by Mitch Frazier. Produced by Kayla Chittister and Fabian Rodriguez. Photography by Kaylee Kerr. To get all ag bioscience news all the time, visit agronovisindiana.com.